Hey friend, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. I'm Gabby Flater, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life, or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. Hey friends, welcome back to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. My name is Gabby and it has been a hot minute. I had taken a couple weeks off and just enjoyed a little bit of our vacation and um, had a little bit of grace on myself and just kind of took a step back to just take a breather and reset and I am so excited to be back uh, here recording and bringing content to you guys uh, that's valuable, encouraging, inspiring, um, educational, all that stuff. So I appreciate you guys um, hanging in there and um, if you did see my email, I kind of explained a little bit of just how crazy uh, life was uh, leading up to um, our time away, um, just endless things on my plate, um, some unexpected news, and um, yeah, just preparing for a 10-day away from home trip while, you know, taking care of three little kids <laughs> in between that and doing all the shopping and all the planning and all the stuff. So um, it took a little bit extra just because uh, we packed literally all of our food because we go up to Washington Island, which is just past Door County, <clears throat> excuse me, and we take a ferry boat across and their grocery store up there, because everything has to be ferried across, things are just expensive and it's just not ideal to do all of that shopping up there. So I packed everything, all our meats, all our dried goods. I brought even my sourdough starter and because I was like, I can't not bake my sourdough. I want fresh bread up there. <clears throat> so yeah, it just took a lot of planning and coordinating. Um, only had to grab just a couple things from the store uh, last minute. But overall, we just really enjoyed our time and uh, with family and each other um, as our family unit and just got some great sunshine and outdoor time and just relaxing and good food, good fellowship, good conversations, um, and all of those things. So, um, but here I am back on the podcast. So I am excited to, um, talk to you guys today about our topic. But before we do that, I would love to quick share a review, a review of the week. Um, this one is from Love's Life 21. They say, Gabriella does a wonderful job explaining her journey into health and wellness. This is such an essential topic for me and every woman. She is straightforward and low-key, so the show made me feel like I was having a conversation with my girlfriend. I can't wait to listen to more of her shows since without health, I can't do anything else in my life. Thanks for the gift of this show. Uh, well, you're so welcome. I love um, that you feel like it's just a conversation. We're, we're you know having coffee. Um, and yeah, what is life without health? 
um, yeah, I, I love that. Thank you so much. If you haven't left a rating and uh, a, a review, uh, it, it brings me so much encouragement and joy and purpose it's a way um, that you guys can let me know that you're loving the show that's how I know you're loving the content um, and that you're finding value here it's a free way to support the get rooted in health podcast and it would mean so much to me it takes two seconds you can pause this show scroll down on my show click write a review and submit that um, your honest rating and review I appreciate every single one of them so without further ado, we're going to go right into today's topic on einkorn flour. I know you're like, einkorn what? Corn what? Flour? Why are we talking about flour? Um, so this is something that I learned about about two and a half, two, two and a half years ago when I began my sourdough journey. And uh, it was a flour. So I started following a girl on Instagram. I don't even know how I found her, but... Um, you know, when you start to do certain things, all of a sudden you're, you know, introduced to all these new things online. That's like, oh, hey, you're into sourdough here. Follow all these people. Um, and anyway, so I found this girl and really gravitated towards her, her just knowledge. And I really soaked up everything she had to share. And she was talking about this einkorn flour and she would always like post like I made a loaf today with half, you know, white flour, half einkorn. And I'm like, what is this einkorn? And then she would talk a little bit more about it. And, you know, and then I saw the brand of the bag that she had gotten. And so I, I started to do a little research and digging and I had never learned of this. And I, um, I don't think enough people know about it. And it's such a um, hidden gem in terms of um, a healthy flour that people can consume, obviously in moderation, but um, even in the gluten-free world. So if you struggle with um, gluten sensitivities, now, um, you know, I'm not recommending anyone, um, you know, you, you have to do, you know, talk to your doctor or, you know, I'm, I don't give medical advice, just, um, just the things that I've read online, do your own research, talk with your doctor or whoever you work with or whatever you're comfortable with. Um, but definitely if you have celiac disease, this is not not a flower that um, would still be recommended. But if you're gluten sensitive or have t- you know a little bit of tolerant, um, gluten intolerance or a little bit of an allergy to it or it just doesn't make you feel good, uh, you might really want to really consider this einkorn flour after we talk about it. Um, and you'll learn a lot about why um, you might be able to handle it. Uh, so what is einkorn flour? Let's start there. So it is an ancient grain. So this goes all the way back to ancient days, like the beginning. This is like the flower of flowers. And I had no idea. And I am so thankful that I found it. Um, ancient grain is also kind of like if you think of like um, spelt or quinoa or you know, whatever else, just go Google it. Um, this is an ancient grain in terms of flowers. And this flower is never hybridized. So that just means it's in its most natural state. There's no cross flowering going on. I thought I just made that up. <laughs> um, but it is its most natural, in its most natural state. It's grown organically. It's tested for all the, you know, the metal, heavy metals and pesticides and all that stuff, the glyphosates. Um, and it's weak when it comes to its gluten content. And we'll cover that a little bit, uh, in a little bit. Uh, the the um, einkorn flour is a covered wheat. 
it has less gluten, it's more nutritious than whole wheat, and it also contains essential dietary and trace minerals. So there's a lot of um, like nutritional benefit from the flour um, that you wouldn't get from, you know, just your $1.99 bag at Aldi or something. Like there is a lot packed in this einkorn flour. It's a great source of protein, iron, fiber, and B vitamins. It also contains, this is super cool, contains significant amount of the powerful antioxidant lutein with higher antioxidants than durum wheat. So durum is just another flour. Um, but like how neat that the, a flour could be an antioxidant, which helps reduce inflammation. Um, it just it just boggles my mind uh, that such a whole rich flour could do such a thing and this flour uh you know can replace most of the flours in your recipes they just might have to be slightly adjusted and we'll um kind of touch on that but um know that there are recipes out there that you can make um you know anything you can make the cookies you can make the breads you can make the muffins you could make dinner rolls you know whatever it is uh, a pie crust I've done so many things with einkorn and I've found the recipes for it that have been adjusted to the ratios um flour for water or whatever um it's needed so um yeah so that's what einkorn flour is and it it is so neat that people are still growing it that are choosing to grow it and preserve it um, because it is not we'll talk about this later, not produced on a massive scale uh, like everything else in the world. But before we get to that, let's chat about some of the health benefits. Some of the health benefits uh, of einkorn flour are because it is being sprouted, its properties and makeup help with reducing risk of eye disease. That's pretty cool. Uh, it limits allergy symptoms People with sensitivities can usually handle it, so that's like the gluten allergies. But again, not celiac. Um, that is that is something that you need to be aware of if that is something you struggle with. Um, it is fully digestible, which means all of it. It doesn't just sit there in your gut. It doesn't give you stomach ache. It doesn't just flush out of your body. Like it is a fully digestible flour. A fully digestible carbohydrate where all of its nutrients are being used in its proper form and way not causing indigestion um, it helps with weight loss for the average american um oh it helps with weight loss sorry i didn't put a period at the end of my note there um i put a, a little um underscore here with with the weight loss that um, the average american consumes 55 pounds of wheat flour every year that's crazy um so we you know obviously consume a lot but it's not from the best stuff um it's definitely not being the einkorn flour and that's what's making so many of us sick and wondering why we're having all these problems and feeling crummy or just yeah having a lot of issues and it's Probably from consuming a, you know, number one, you know, a lot of processed sugar type foods, but then the flour, what kind of flour is being used? 
those things are heavily sprayed just so you, just so you know and how do you think they make so much i mean it's just got to be on a mass production in order to keep the demands of our society um go, you know just fed and it you know it's it's just making us sicker and it's sad because yeah it just it's kind of how we ended up it, it's just the way the world went um you know we don't all live on our own little prairie um, relying on our neighbors and um, each other and growing our own food. And thank goodness we don't have to all do that. Uh, we've come such a long way, but we've also lost touch with so much. And we always want it convenient and easy. And the people out there in the world have now figured it out. And whatever they can do to put money in their pockets um, to mass produce and keep the people happy is kind of where we're at. <laughs> but going back to the health benefits... Um, it's a healthier choice, uh, obviously within moderation, and uh, this would be a better choice over the conventional flowers. Um, ancient grains like einkorn can help delay onset of type 2 diabetes. Studies done that have been done to see the effects uh, of the glycemic response um, of ancient wheat diets, they have found that people that have incorporated that into their diet have decreased cell production relating to glucose and fat metabolism. So it helps with lowering the glycemic response, the blood sugars rising in your body. So that is really cool. Contains less gluten, it's easier to digest, and it's great for, this is really cool, endurance athletes who need to um, have easily digestible carbs. And for me personally, as an endurance athlete, um, as a runner, uh, that that's really great to know um, that it's not going to cause upset or indigestion or um, just too much for my body to process, um, that it would be able to fully utilize it and put it into energy, um, which is awesome and uh, really encouraging. So you're going to hear me say like, wow, that's so cool and how awesome because, man, I learned a lot. Like I, I knew a lot, but I also found out a lot more as I did the research for um, – the podcast for this for this episode and uh, the things that I had discovered. Um, so there are different types uh, of wheats, and they have different numbers of chromosomes. So this is getting a little sciency. I'll keep it real basic. Um, you know, I don't fully know the ins and outs, but they they test these things. So you know, like us as humans, there's a whole biology, a whole makeup of our DNA and our insides, um, and we have you know an X and a Y chromosome and all those things. And so just like us, flowers are made up of, of chromosomes. And ancient wheats have fewer chromosomes and tend to have lower levels of gluten. So the, the less chromosomes, the lower levels of gluten. So for einkorn, which is the oldest known wheat, has 14 chromosomes, which is just two sets, two sets of seven. And studies have shown that einkorn can be a good wheat to start with after being on a gluten-free diet. So there you go. You can go look into that yourself um, before you would dive into that. Um, but I know um, there's a, a lady who started the company Jovial Foods, which is one of the brands that I highly recommend and I have been purchasing from. Um, the founder, actually, she passed away unexpectedly. I think it was last year, which was so sad. And it was so sudden. And... Uh, um, she was talking about her daughter who had major intolerances to um, gluten. 
and it really stunk because they're an Italian family. So think of what Italians eat, and that's like pasta, um, you know, all those different kinds of noodles, good bread, pastries, pie, you know, all those good things. And um, so she stumbled across this, and her daughter didn't have any issues. So she shares her whole story and testimony in the book, and maybe it's online in a blog, but um, I'll I'll touch on the the brand again um, in a little bit here. But definitely something to consider. Um, if you've been on a gluten-free diet. So 14 chromosomes. Uh, Durham wheat has 28 chromosomes. And regular wheat, you know, conventional modern wheat, has 42. Okay, so those numbers just go up. Meaning higher levels of gluten, the less... Um, let's see, what's what was the word that I used in the beginning? Hybridized. So I think because einkorn is just not hybridized, it's so original to its nature, original nature, like it's so pure, um, is why it has such great outcomes for people with gluten intolerances and it, and it provides such rich nutrition. Uh, let's touch on a few nutrition facts then while we're on the health benefits. So if you were to look at a nutrition label and you weighed out 100 grams of flour on a scale, maybe that's like a half cup or three-fourths cup of flour, um, but 100 grams is going to contain 333 calories, 66.7 grams of carbs, listen to this, 13.3 grams of protein, guys. Protein it up from einkorn flour. That's amazing. 1.7 grams of fat, 6.7 grams of fiber, 15 milligrams zinc, 2 milligrams manganese, 3.6 milligrams iron, and 4 milligrams niacin, which is vitamin B3. So there's a little nutrition label uh, for you to kind of envision. And um, yeah, some really great, great things on that label. Um, so let's kind of compare einkorn versus whole wheat. So einkorn has smaller is smaller grains. So if you think of... A lot of things that are mass-produced, things are just like big and like plumpy and <laughs> that's such a funky word. Isn't that the name of the guy in Candyland, Plumpy? Or pl- I think it is. The guy with the plum, Plumpy? You don't want him because you go all the way back down to the bottom of the board. Anyway, side note. <laughs> Smaller grains because it is not hybridized. So it's not like the chickens that are jacked up with steroids and hormones and their breasts are just ginormous. Or like I was just at Aldi and I could not believe the size of the Honeycrisp apples. They were like 89 or 99 cents a pound and I was like, no way. Um, they weren't organic or anything. But then I looked at them and I was like, I'm actually not going to get them because one of these apples probably weighs a pound. So it's not really, I don't want to cut half of one up and then not eat the like they're just gonna go bad I'm gonna forget about it I'd rather have smaller apples my kids always grab apples and you know they just get wasted um so I just don't need to grab giant apples but I was just like man how do these apples get so big like that is not normal that is a lot of sugar no one should be eating that bit like that apple is like three apples in one it was crazy so einkorn um has smaller grains and I'm guessing it's due to how pure it is grown in its most natural state and not cross-contaminated. Um, einkorn has gluten, but it may be a healthier version, making it easier to digest. So it has gluten, but it's not as much, and it's a form of gluten that is more comfortable 
on your digestive system. It isn't genetically altered for large-scale production. So there it is again, like I was saying. People these days are just finding ways to put money in their pockets, to make things on the large scale, to keep pushing it out to people, but they're doing it in the cheapest way possible, which then just leads to us Americans becoming sicker and more overweight and sad and depressed and yeah, all the diseases, uh, which is unfortunate. Um, going back to that gluten, uh, you know, easier to digest, has some gluten in it, but not a lot. There's this test called the ELISA test. I don't, I don't know why it's called that, but E-L-I-S-A. And it's a common used lab test to detect antibodies in blood for gluten presence. So maybe this is something that you could go and have done. I don't know, talk to a doctor or, or someone who maybe could just see um the presence that it has in your body um to detect for it i mean that's really cool you know that you can just kind of see the levels um how it's responding if your body's building up you know a response to it uh that could be really neat to to know Uh, for me personally i don't have gluten intolerance i don't i don't struggle with it making me feel crummy um so i i've never needed to look into to that myself but I'm all for finding the best forms of gluten to consume. Um, so it's just the healthier, you know, and in moderation. So um, it contains more carotenoids, which help in preventing serious diseases like cancer. Wow, that's a big, a big thing. Cancer is a big thing. And how cool is it knowing that you could be consuming a better for you flour to help reduce that risk? just saying you can eat your dinner rolls have your cake and eat it too right (laughs) um corn is similar to plants as it's a diploid so we talked about this with two sets of chromosomes um the 14 chromosomes it has two sets of seven um the modern wheat has six sets okay so i think that was like 48 or something uh, so yeah, it's uh, most it's the most ancient and compared to whole wheat, it's pure, it's natural, and a low gluten content. Okay, there's a really nice, pleasant, nutty flavor to it. Um, it's delicious. It gives a little golden hue. So I've been baking sourdough with it. So a little, a couple little side notes with that. So sourdough, which I'll eventually do a podcast on because it has been a part of my life since February of 2020. Um, and it's it's been a really a neat thing to have in my life. It came into my life at a really hard but a really needed time. Uh, being in my kitchen brings me a lot of calm and peace and um, healing. So um, this was something that really forced me to slow down and I could put my energy into something and create something it's uh like it's like a work of art (laughs) and if you've ever baked bread before or just made anything and when you get to pull it out of the oven or whatever and consume it it's like you just feel so fulfilled so with my or with my sourdough I have mixed you know part of it with whole wheat or I'm sorry with um wheat oh my goodness can't use the right words (laughs) unbleached all-purpose white flour and einkorn flour. So I've done a little bit of both in the same loaf. I've done 100% einkorn flour loaves. Now, 
side note with that, if you're going to bake with 100% einkorn, know that you're going to need less water. It, it needs less water in, in your recipes. It also will not rise as high and puffy. And that's totally fine. It's, that's just how it is. It's not going to. Um, that's just the structure of it. And probably because of the low gluten, that's what I'm going to bank it on. Um, because how sourdough works is it feeds off of the gluten in the flour, causing a fermentation. So you're still getting, you're, you're getting like a double bang for your buck. So it's like basically a gluten-free bread if you're making it with einkorn. Because it's eating up whatever gluten, the very little gluten that's in einkorn, um, fermenting it and then you bake it. Um, and it's still, you know, even though it's thinner and not as high of a bread, it's so good. Um, I do it every now and again, um, maybe for like when it's more like soup season and I can just like dip it um, in, in stuff. And then, we'll, you know, if it gets to a point where it's just not, not good anymore, after a couple of days, I'll make it into croutons or breadcrumbs or, um, you know, save it and cube it up and freeze it for when we make like a French toast. Um, so it works. It, you know, it's still, it's all used. We don't, we don't waste it that often. Um, and then there are things that I've made, I've made cookies, I've made pie crusts, I've made, what else have I made? Um, pizza, muffins, banana muffins. I mean, endless things with, with the flour. Um, I did mention before, I buy from a brand called Jovial Foods, J-O-V-I-A-L, and she had a cookbook, an Einkorn-specific cookbook. I think she was writing a second one, and obviously, like I said, she um, passed away. So I don't really know the current state if there will be another one that someone will push out, because um, the company's still going. I, you know, family is involved with that. Um, but her mission was just so sweet, and uh, they actually grow their Einkorn and source it from Italy, which is super cool because I'm Italian, um my my papa is 100% so that makes me 25% and I love Italian food I've got to make my way to Italy someday but um I will have Italy brought to me <laughs> if it's through einkorn flour uh so I absolutely love knowing that it's a way that they've been able to source fields out there and um, grow it and preserve it and keep it going keep it alive and um yeah so they have a bunch of other things they have like noodles and to like can't uh to jars of tomatoes and cannelli beans and crackers um yeah I mean just go look them up so if you want the cookbook so that you have more um einkorn specific recipes you can do that she talks about how to do sourdough in there she does it a little different than I do in terms of with my starter um but I mean you just figure it out um and then you can also use Pinterest. I mean, I've Pinterest things before, you know, with einkorn flowers to make something. So um, that is one. Uh, you can buy in bulk on their website, like a 10-pound bag. You can buy it on Amazon. Um, I found this on Thrive Market, an online um, grocery store that we use. You can find it at Whole Foods. And I think that's about it. Um, if you've ever used, I think, Vitacost. If you've heard of that, you can buy it there. Um, so that's about all the places that I can think of at the moment for that brand. You can also go to einkorn.com. So einkorn is E-I-N-K-O-R-N. Um, if you're trying to visualize that or if you're trying to look it up right now. Uh, it 
you can go to einkorn.com and you can find things there. You can search like bulk. Um, I would buy from a co-op that my mom's friend from church would order from and then it ended up not continuing. I think just with the current economic state, things kind of shifted and they could no longer source from them. So buying in bulk was the way that I could get it cheaper. I will say it is a more pricey flour. So do I bake with it all the time? No. I, oh, pancakes was another thing I use it in. So, you know, I use it sparingly or in things that I know, like my husband, he doesn't really prefer it. Like if I want to make dinner rolls, I better make them the way, you know, with just our unbleached organic white flour, which is totally fine. Um, I'm all, I'm all for that. Um, but when I make like a pie crust for our pot pies or I make sourdough pancakes for me and the boys, um, or me and the kids, I always say the boys and I forget that I have Juliet and she's eating food now. (laughs) So me and the kids, um, and I'll throw some in our banana muffins, uh, sometimes half and half in our sourdough loaves, but not always. Um, so it doesn't, we don't fly through it. We, and we also just don't consume like endless, it, like there's not a lot of other things that we make with it. Um, it's sometimes in my sourdough tortillas, or it is, um, but it's maybe like a cup. And then I have some of the white flour in there. So, you know, I don't, I don't blow through it. Um, it's fascinating. You just kind of figure out how you want to implement it into your life. Um, it's, you know, like I said, um, you know, it's a really precious thing to keep alive because of the biodiversity. Keeping it alive, this form of wheat alive is really um, neat that people are doing it and paving the way for that because we need this kind of resource um, in our world. And and I hope that it, it blesses and helps those with gluten Um sensitivities um if you are someone with that or if you know someone you know get this information to them and tell them about this because it can be just life-changing because it's so it's so frustrating and hard to be bound by such a thing as that and and then also just feel like left out in a sense and eventually you get accustomed to it but you know sometimes you want to eat just something normal and this would be a really awesome way for someone to to have that opportunity um And so then I want to just touch on a few other things here that, so when you buy, and I probably knew this, but it just reminded me. And so if you really want to get to like the crunchiest of crunchy, reap all the benefits, the best way to do that is to grind it, to use it, like grind the berries fresh to use it. In order to do that, you need a mill. The, honestly, it's not, it doesn't have to be that expensive. So there's two things. If you have a KitchenAid, I was gifted one for Christmas that apparently is an attachment for your KitchenAid mixer. I had no idea. And my mother-in-law got me one and I was like on cloud nine. I was like, no flipping way. Like that is so cool. I am super excited and I couldn't wait to use it. The other thing you can buy is called a mock mill and maybe that's like 200 bucks. I don't know, but it like, it's not gonna, that thing will last forever. Okay. So the biggest bang for your buck is buying whole einkorn berries, whole wheat berries in their non-hold uh, state. Like they're in contact. They're, yeah, is that right? Intact. <laughs> they have not been cracked and exposed to the air, to the oxygen. Because once that happens, the oxidation process happens. Like just think of when you cut an apple and it starts to turn brown and your kids are like, I don't want to eat that. It's like, well, you chose to not eat your whole apple and now look at it. It's not bad. It's just brown. <laughs> um, you can tell I have 
I've not had that happen here. Um, so just think of that, the oxidation that happens. So you're losing the nutrient benefits from the flour when you let it sit after being cracked and, and milled. Now, not to say that there's no nutrient benefits to it. There still is plenty. But you're missing out on a whole slew of more if you were to just always have the mill available <laughs> and grind it fresh. So recently, I just ground up a whole bunch of einkorn berries and filled up a little container. And now I'm like, no, I feel like I just need to grind them to use them. But now I got to keep my KitchenAid on my counter all the time. It, you know. It's just one of those things. So just wanting to share that insight so that you can make a better, you know, the best choice that works for you. Um, so berries are going to be cheaper um, when you buy those in bulk um, versus buying like the flour and stuff. So you can buy all-purpose einkorn flour. That just means that some of the bran has been removed, but not with any chemicals. There's no chemicals. So you can buy whole grain einkorn. You can buy all-purpose einkorn and you can buy the berries that you can mill yourself so I hope that made sense um but in all that is that is basically everything about einkorn flour and I was really excited to bring this to I, I did these notes a couple weeks ago uh, and couldn't wait to talk about it because um, I think that it's just a really uh hidden gem and when I discovered it uh I was yeah, I was just blown away when I learned more and more about it and I love cooking with it and I feel more accomplished and I feel like oh, I am feeding my family good things and that just brings me life. I mean, that's just something that um, I'm passionate about and it brings me joy. Um, it doesn't for everyone, like we're all different people, I get that. But for me, um, the things that I get to bring into my home and feed my family really bring me purpose. Um, it's a passion of mine. I love feeding people good food. <laughs> Uh, and, and einkorn is one way that I can, I can do that. Um, so if this episode taught you a lot, maybe you are someone who's, um, sensitive to gluten, um, or just doesn't eat a lot of gluten things because you know, that's not maybe good for you. Um, let me know if you have questions about einkorn or if you give it a go, you can let me know in email. You can direct message me if you've got me on social media. Um, you can email me. I think I said that you can, um, comment in the, uh, get rooted in health facebook group if you're in there if not it's always in my show notes or in the emails that i send out you can hop in that group i will um, approve you in there um but yeah share this episode with someone that you know it would um, benefit them and yeah if you feel so compelled go ahead and share it on your social media tag me at gabby what is it i don't even know what my instagram handle is <laughs> um Let's see. Let me pull it up just because I'm there. Okay. Gabby dot get rooted in health. So you have to do the at sign and then do Gabby dot get rooted in health and I will pop up. Um, if you have not followed me there or maybe you do, I share a lot of stuff on my stories and all of that. So um, it means a lot to me when you guys share these things, when I get feedback. I absolutely love that. So I hope that this um, brings you uh, good education and insight this week. Um, for you to feed off of and uh, maybe dive into a little bit. So with that being said, be blessed this week and I can't wait to talk with you guys next time. Bye.